0: and hello and welcome everyone to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet matt it's sunday night we're back again with all of our friends all of the party people here both on twitch and on youtube it's gonna be a great episode because it's always a great episode
1: yeah and it it feels weird because last week last week we did that uh the retro hero thing so it's been Mm. technically two weeks since we've done one of these shows yeah
0: yes it feels like a while when we don't do yeah. it for a week it feels like a hundred years uh, thank you everyone who watched that uh, retro hero video the video has yet to cross a thousand just yet but i checked the uh, analytics and way more people watched that hour to the end than they normally did the podcast so nice. it makes me feel good knowing the people who do like the show really like it
1: yeah that's good
0: it's a, it's the first time ever when i uploaded a video and they ask about content stuff i'm like yeah okay i guess i legally have to click though we are doing a more serious <laughs> content thing so i wonder how that impact how many people saw it if youtube like actively buried it or what
1: yeah i i've i've had a couple of videos where like i've like, been like do i have to click this do i have to take i mm-hmm. mean I've, other stuff in this other video is the same thing but i didn't have to click it on that one yeah. do i have to click it on this one i don't know i
0: i didn't get demonetized which i was really scared of and that's the good thing because i know again saber spark who's another youtuber he covered the same episode and he actually got demonetized
1: yeah they're very fickle with like sometimes you will sometimes you won't
0: i i very much believe this and i probably shouldn't believe this because it'll get me in trouble later this idea where it's like ah you know comic books are so niche my channel is so (laughs) piddly and whatever they don't give a fuck what i do you haven't
1: hit that barrier yet like that uh like there's a subscription barrier they have where it's like as soon as you cross that they start like looking at your channel more
0: they start paying attention absolutely Uh, i see people in the chat talking about wrestlemania yes it's night two of the two night wrestlemania Uh, i've been watching wrestling all week Not WWE, I was watching uh, Planet Death and Joey Janela's Spring Break, and the Supercard of Honor. So, like, I, you figure, like, oh, he doesn't watch WWE anymore, so I'm sure he doesn't watch that much wrestling. No, I actually watch more now.
1: <laughs> you watch uh, every night.
0: Oh, and then there's the Lucha Show, and the Gay Show, and the Black Show. No, I I, I I kid you not, everyone has a show in WrestleMania. If you're an independent worker, you travel behind WrestleMania, and you have your own specialty show. <laughs> And a lot of them are really great <laughs>
1: yeah that yeah that's the problem isn't it?
0: it it really is like wrestling like comics is like man what a great time there's so much great content there's something for everybody
1: yeah yeah
0: and i've been playing Elden ring as you saw on twitter there <laughs> i took the dive a month late and a dollar short like everyone
1: <laughs> what are you playing it on
0: uh i am playing it believe it or not on ps4 oh wow and and it's actually running pretty okay it gets a little stuttery and choppy when you're like running the roads and you get like that big procession of people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but when you're just doing the dungeons and everything it actually works pretty okay i was surprised and it still looks pretty nice
1: yeah oh that's pretty cool we'll have to we'll have to co-op at some point because i got it on ps5 and i'm pretty sure we can like Co-op
0: I on think that. so. yeah i think so yeah that i i was at the big uh what is it uh margot uh the fell <laughs> omen the first <laughs> uh big boss yep i banged my head against that one for a little bit and then i realized oh jellyfish is the way to go
1: yes the asher war jellyfish
0: <laughs> holy i i did not think the big ghost jellyfish would be such a game changer <laughs> but it actually was
1: either jellyfish or as um i found out just two big fucking swords (laughs) Mm.
0: yes i've seen your build you're rocking two swords and i'm like oh i'm jealous i've just (laughs) i'm still sword and boarding it again i i picked a confessor because i stupidly Mm -hmm. thought oh i'm gonna have a faith build because if i pick the faith guy i get a dedicated you know health spell so i don't have to use my estus the whole time it really doesn't matter in the heat of battle it takes you like a whole 10 seconds
1: yeah yeah there there are um you can get, like, uh, talismans and stuff that will mm. reduce the, the spell cast time. But, yeah, it, I found that just, you know, hitting things very, very hard uh, a couple of times actually works a lot better than spells
0: yeah I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out right now i'm thinking man there's so many cool curved swords in this game i really should have gone with a dex build I, mm-hmm. I, i'm at that point where i hate my build
1: <laughs> well I've, once you kill uh the boss after the one in the castle
0: that you're yes in, you and yeah you and other people told me yeah, that you can respec.
1: you will be able to respec, and you can i think you can respec as many times as you want
0: that's good again i'm still so early in the game there's systems i haven't even got yet. like i have one ash of war (laughs) i just have the one ash of war and i'm like oh i got this you know i got past the big boss i'm in the castle now i'm doing good (laughs) hey why'd this room go dark oh god there's a (laughs) badly armored knight it's a small room help
1: (laughs) the worst thing is once you get further into the castle there's more of those knights oh
0: goody he he wrecked my shit he (laughs) rocked me super hard (laughs) now now is there a D &D system in place here too where like uh, heavily armored enemies you don't want slashing you want like piercing or bludgeoning and that does more damage to them
1: yeah pretty much like my two swords i do like a jump attack and what that manages to that like um sunders them so if they've got like a shield and i do like a jump attack it like um basically drains all their stamina so that i can just go to town to on them
0: Okay, because some skeletons I wasn't doing shit against, and I'm like, okay, well, D&D rules state that I need to come back with a mace, so I actually bought a mace for just that type of scenario. Uh, I will tell you my favorite moment though, when I was screwing around in that cave looking for this game's version of patch, and I'm like, oh, a red phantom is coming to kill me. Oh god, he does bleed damage, and he's so fast, and he has two <laughs> knives. What am I gonna do? Oh, a friendly samurai came, to tell you, thank you, uh, friendly yeah, I, samurai. I know
1: the one you're you're fighting. Yeah, and I, did did you manage to kill him? Cause you get the knife as well.
0: I did get the yeah. knife. I'm like, yeah, I got a knife that I can't really use because I'm not a dex <laughs> but I love the idea of making people bleed. Yeah,
1: those knives are really fucking good.
0: Ah. Uh, I also totally bit off more than I could chew in, like, the special hold area with all the characters you can talk to. I'm like, oh, you can jump down here. What's the big chandelier? Oh, another red phantom. Oh, God, he's killing me. He's killing me. He does blood and frost. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the way you play 90% of this game. Hey, what's in this room? Oh, God. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's always some... A horrifying thing for you to discover yeah
0: <laughs> some nightmare monstrosity a giant bear i haven't even tried fighting the tree sentinel or any of those giants <laughs> i'm just like nope
1: yeah it took me a little bit to get the tree sentinel but the, like that's the point that the, yeah. the, they, they're trying to um instill yeah, you that you, back you, later. you don't need to fight every enemy you see straight away
0: yes it, and it truly is the best version of dark souls because mm-hmm. of that because in every other souls game i played I would hit the wall, where I'm like, okay, yep. this is too difficult for me, and I don't have the time or the wherewithal to learn or to grind. But what's great mm-hmm. about this is you hit a wall, that's fine. Go somewhere else. Go the
1: opposite way, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you come back. You'll get a new Ash of War, a new weapon, a new summon. Mm-hmm. And you'll level up, and then you can kill the thing that killed yep. you. It's a beautiful system. Yep it's why i can see that so many people are getting into this who couldn't get into the other dark souls exactly
1: it's a little bit more open it's still hard as shit but yes it's a little bit more open
0: you have options and that's really all it takes is just give me the option to come at this from another angle where normally the only way you could get past some of those bigger battered dark souls and even bloodborne bosses is like okay time to hit your head against the wall until you break (laughs) on through the other side yeah yeah or, or in Bloodborne's case, just get a bunch of oil and Molotovs and just keep yeah. throwing. Well,
1: as well in this one, in, uh, I know some of the later bosses, some of the later ones I fought in the big capital city, um, they actually have, there's things you can find in, in the world that will actually help you against the boss. Like There was one I fought oh. uh, where it had a, some type of uh, usable item that would actually chain it to the ground and oh, allow cool. for, for like five seconds and allow you to do as much damage as you can in that time
0: oh like gascoigne's music box that's a yeah fun stuff
1: system. like that yeah
0: <laughs> captain kun joel walks into a room why do i hear boss music yeah
1: it's exactly <laughs> all, like that
0: all the time every time why do i hear this it, boss music <laughs>
1: it'll be that or you'll not be able to open up your map and you'll be mm. like okay where's where's the 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 lobster coming from
0: yeah where's you've got to fight girl? them
1: soon once you get through the castle there's like giant lobsters <laughs>
0: uh I know i could have probably met two dragons by now but i'm like mm-hmm. no i am not ready to fight a dragon yeah
1: i, I fought a dragon last night and I, i'm level 150 i fought a dragon last yeah. night and it was it was like the most chaotic uh skin of my teeth fight i've ever had
0: i, I could tell you know if i'm gonna fight these horseback guys if i'm gonna need to fight a dragon i'm gonna need a bigger stick to get it and <laughs> yeah, i yeah. don't have one yet i only have the short spear and i'm like yeah that's not gonna do it Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, oh don't worry uh ambitious cosplay we're gonna be talking about morbius later because even though we took two weeks off uh morbius didn't stop making the news no
1: it's made a trillion dollars
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> biggest movie of the year scorsese himself <laughs> wept with an erection at the true art of cinema that he was seeing he, he gave jared leto money from his wallet <laughs> it was a beautiful moment <laughs> <laughs> oh well, i guess with that we'll uh, we'll table the Elden ring talk everyone and we'll actually get to the news this week there wasn't much of it and admittedly there weren't that many comics this week but normally when we say that we end up having a whole fucking show anyway yeah yeah so i guess starting things off with probably the biggest thing that people want to hear us talk about moon knight episode one debuted
1: yeah yeah
0: While well, we were away how uh, how about it
1: it was pretty damn good
0: It was really different, wasn't it? I remember Mm -hmm. people were saying like, oh, this is going to be a little different. This is going to be a little outside the MCU box. And I don't think I was prepared for how much that's really the case. On Twitter, I compared it to something like WandaVision because very much it's not an action show. It's a mystery show.
1: Yeah, and it's it's absolutely built like one in that you have no idea what is going on Mm -hmm. because the character has no idea what's going on. And I like the idea that they're using the, uh, Stephen Grant persona as the audience's, uh, vehicle. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that uh, that definitely threw me for a loop. There, I'm like, oh, we're following Stephen, not uh, Mark, who's normally the main personality, and who maybe is, I guess we'll find out. Also, it makes more sense putting it in Britain because it means Oscar Isaac can cycle through all of his different <laughs> accents.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, again, I, I think people have finally realized that the accent is like that's part of his persona. He doesn't actually talk yes. like that. Through that's just the Stephen Grant persona. But yeah, I like the idea as well that Moon Knight. Seemingly has been like a thing for a while, like as Mark.
0: Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah. and
1: like Stephen doesn't actually know.
0: No, yeah, that's very interesting. Also, Stephen Grant decidedly not a millionaire in this no. universe. I, I guess they wanted to play down as many connections to Batman as they possibly could, which is fine. Yeah,
1: and I guess it would make him also be like, oh, he's a millionaire, it's like Tony Stark or these exactly. other characters and everything.
0: Yeah, do we need another rich guy? Then again, he lives in London in a very nice, like, loft apartment. (laughs) So, you know.
1: He's probably well off.
0: (laughs) He's well off, can afford a lot of fish. Yeah, yeah. Frequent fish, in fact. (laughs) Uh, Ethan Hawke I actually quite enjoyed as the villain, Harrow, Mm -hmm. who was kind of the big mystery because no one really knew who he was going to be. And because Moon Knight doesn't really have a lot of well-known villains, they could pull from anywhere. And apparently he is from the comics, but like from like one issue in the 80s.
1: Yes, I I, I imagine that was on purpose so they can just do whatever the fuck they want with the character.
0: And no one can complain. Like in the book, I think he was like some sort of Nobel Prize winning pain scientist. Just like very very 80s comic book
1: yeah and here he's just playing you know cult leader he's playing jared leto you know
0: (laughs) yeah playing the real life jared leto yeah (laughs) i i did like that bit in the beginning he's listening to bob dylan and filling his shoes with glass which is apparent which is apparently a real thing people with certain types of mental illness do to like concentrate to be like i am in this moment this moment is real because i'm concentrating on the pain oh okay then which makes me think like oh if this guy is like the avatar of a met does that mean that he's dealing with some like psychosis in the same way that steve and mark are
1: he yeah he gets possessed like like how steven does
0: yeah and that because that he's lost his own you know kind of handle on reality i'm Mm -hmm. like oh that'd be kind of interesting because marvel loves that trick the oh i'm a dark mirror of you type thing yeah yeah so that's a fun thing to know. Did, did you see the show actually got, like, review bombed, but for, like, the most ridiculous reason? Oh, really? Yes, the show was getting review bombed because they mentioned the Armenian genocide.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And apparently there are a lot of truthers out there who believe that that didn't happen and that that's a whole conspiracy. <laughs> Which oh I'm my like, God. wow. <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking all types on internet. I can't believe that's the thing that, you know, pissed them off. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, really? Again, it's like a literal blink-and-you'll-miss-it line, (laughs) you know, when he talks about the evils of humanity, which I I guess that is going to be the theme moving forward, because, you know, they still need to decide what Moon Knight's, like, thing is, what he's all about, because in the new books, he's like, oh, you know, I am the Moon Knight, I protect those who travel by night, that's my mission, here you got a dude who's like doing predictive justice and you know killing people for crimes they haven't committed yet but he can't do it to steve because it's like oh you have chaos in you is that mm-hmm. gonna be moon night's thing you know i defend people's right to choose because you know part of being human is being chaotic and everything and we have the right to redemption and to change our hearts etc etc
1: yeah he's we, we don't exactly know what his whole deal is because by, by the looks of it like mark is like i don't know like a, a spy, or something,
0: or, or a hitman, or something, yeah,
1: yeah, because he's like working with uh Layla, who's his wife. Oh, uh, I believe that is what they're doing in this in this in the MCU, I think, or like his wife, like a cover sort of thing, mm, right? Right, and yeah, interesting. And we see here he's after like this the scarab thing, which is yeah, one of those yeah. things that Moon Knight actually used to throw at people, I know.
0: It also feels very Power Rangers, doesn't it? Like, it's my Moon Knight morpher, activate. <laughs> I, I have seen so many cosplayers as Sailor Moon Knight, and I'm like, that's yep, that's pretty true. <laughs> that's yep, great. Just put, just put it on a little wand, and that's basically <laughs> what it, he does, his magical girl transformation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, beyond that, it's a show that is very deliberately paced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you get you get one kind of car chase some you know stuff with like a jackal monster and that's basically it for episode one again much like wandavision i keep coming back to the idea where it's like hey guys we've made a ton of these that have made a billion dollars each so we're gonna go a little slow on this one and it's okay if you don't like episode one we know you'll be back or not it's fine yep I feel that's very much what this is gonna be because I know I saw a lot of people complaining, like, oh, it's boring. And I'm like, no, it's deliberate. There's a difference between those things. Exactly again not everything is a pulse pounding actor which is so funny because i'm sure they're the same people who complain like oh the marvel movies are like just disposable you know pop culture yeah. entertainment they're like eating candy it's like okay well here's one that actually does think you're an adult and actually goes hard on the concept of what would it be like to live in the head of a man who can't trust his own mind
1: yeah again those, the the type of people that hate being wrong
0: yes about everything where it's like okay well here's one that actually is doing something different and you shit talking it so i don't know what you want Mm, mm. and uh it's short too it's gonna only be six episodes
1: yeah it finishes up i think the week obi-wan starts because obi-wan was Ah. meant to start the same day it finishes but obi-wan's moved to the 27th on the friday Mm. now
0: Makes sense, Magmaster. Bringing up something important there. Is it also super controversial how Avatar is sometimes called an anime? (laughs) That's right. He did call Avatar an anime. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking weeb, Steve Grant over (laughs) (laughs) here. Man, I really wanted harrow to freak out on it and be like, "No, it's done in an anime style, but if it's not from Japan, it's not anime." That's the
1: chaos. That's the chaos
0: the chaos in his heart he knew he that th- it would get a rise out of him
1: steve thinks that like all cartoons are like are anime. anime he's like it, it, like rick and morty is an anime and uh, adventure time is
0: an anime uh, king, king of the hill is my favorite anime <laughs> <laughs> harrow just getting madder and madder yeah, yeah oh man that's good shit <laughs> but yeah I, I like moon knight uh again it's six episodes and i feel so jealous because i actually know some people who got to watch the first four who yeah. got like a press packet yeah they uh they did say that there's something they might do in episode two with mr knight that uh might piss me off as a purist oh really yeah I, i'm like I, oh
1: i have a feeling i know what it is i i, I think i might have heard what it is
0: okay what's uh tell me what you heard and then i'll tell you my theory i was cooking and we'll see if i'm right
1: i heard that he does like the the quote-unquote superhero landing and like has like a quip about his name oh <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what cool. i heard that, like like he call, he someone asked who he is and he says his name is mr knight and it's like oh it sounded better in my head
0: yeah, eh, that doesn't bother me as much. Yeah. That's fine. That's okay. Again, it can't all be totally serious. My my theory of the thing that was going to piss me off is like, okay, what if what if this isn't a split personality thing we're dealing with? What if these are all different people and Kanchu just allows him to inhabit the body of three different people so Moon Knight's like one person, not just a dude with a split personality? Hmm, interesting. That would bother me as a purist. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that because they try really hard to again do the whole like oh i gotta put sand around my bed i gotta tape up my door and everything because i don't trust myself Mm -hmm. i don't think they would do that but i don't know
1: yeah again that could happen but it could be like some sort of byproduct of whatever uh harrow does or something Mm, to him
0: maybe maybe yeah Oh, also, hey, Conchu uh, looks great in the show. And also, I cannot believe that's F. Murray Abraham doing his voice.
1: Yeah, it's funny because he doesn't sound like how I imagined Conchu no. to sound.
0: Not at all. But he's kind of growing on me. Like, Conchu yeah. in the comics, he's he's kind of eloquent in old world because he's an Egyptian god and everything. Yet here in this, he's just like, ah, fucking Steve Grant, you had yeah. It again.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You're fucking up my moon shit, Steve Grant. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you know, Khonshu really is <laughs> at the end of his rope, isn't he? <laughs> he's been living in this world for way too long. Ah, <laughs> eh, you bastard. Y- you gotta wonder how hard they're gonna go on the Egyptian god thing, if they're gonna be like, no, it's more like Thor, where he's just an extra-dimensional, super-powered being who was believed to be a god to all these people.
1: Yeah, well, I think, th- I think they have mentioned that this will be the first time we actually see, like, gods in... Oh, the really? MCU, yeah, hmm. which I know confused a lot of people because they're like, who Thor, Odin!" Like, yeah, no, they're they're fucking aliens.
0: They're alien, extra-dimensional beings there. Which I mean, just I I I can't wait for the power scalers to be like, "Oh, does that mean Conch you can beat up Odin?" <laughs> yes. I don't know. You'll, you'll have to watch the movie and find out. That <laughs> inevitable crossover.
1: Yeah, Khonshu versus Odin.
0: Odin, the final battle coming soon. <laughs> but yeah, I I like Moon Knight. I thought it was off to a good start. I see why people were complaining about it being boring i just don't agree with it no not at all yeah no, I, I don't agree with it at all i appreciate the show being deliberate and taking its time and really trying to build its own little corner of the mcu mm-hmm. in fact i would probably say this is the first mcu thing in a long time that you can actually watch in a bubble
1: yeah yeah it doesn't feel all that connected i think there was on no. the bus just like a a, a um a uh, reference to that that movement from um Falcon and Winter Soldier, the global, right you know, the the one that were housing people right, after right, the snap. Right, right. I think that was huh. that's about it.
0: Hmm. Oh, Captain Kuhn saying, "I feel like this conch was specifically based off the Charlie Houston run, where he was kind of tired of Mark, Steve, Jacks, <laughs> crap." Yeah, it really feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah which i guess they've clearly been doing this for a long time so it's just steven's just now figuring out about it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so again it you know implies a much bigger longer relationship they've all had yeah yeah all right then moving on to our next piece of news here and uh this one surprised the shit out of me because they dropped this on april 1st and obviously any news you read on april 1st you know has to be a lie
1: yeah that's probably why they dropped it
0: (laughs) Uh, maybe so uh turned out to be true in fact i didn't see any april fools jokes this year i think we all agree three years into a global pandemic with a land war in europe it's like you know what let's stow the jokes this year guys
1: well as well as a lot of them i i saw a couple but they were like really really like uh try hard and very obvious
0: (laughs) of course of course but yes the piece of news i'm talking about is bloodline the daughter of blade is actually getting resurrected at Marvel, if you followed the show for a long time, and I know a lot of people tweeted me about this because this is a torch I refuse to put down. Uh, Tim Seeley, several years ago now, was supposed to launch the character. It was gonna Mm -hmm. be a big deal. We were gonna meet Blade's daughter. She was gonna be like the new prominent uh, vampire hunter in the Marvel universe. And that idea hit a lot of backlash. They didn't like the idea of uh, a white guy writing it. And so Marvel's like, okay, cool. We'll just totally kill the idea. And Sealy didn't get to write it. And it took a couple years later and the fans who were angry were like, why did we do that? Why did we shout down that idea? We literally lost a brand new <laughs> female hero of color in the Marvel universe. Wow, it's just because he was writing it didn't mean he had to write it forever. Jeez, geez, we really got to take the L on this one, everyone. <laughs> and uh a, oh uh cosmic reader helping us out in the chat there i hope to see konshu in thor love and thunder since we have zeus in the film and we have gore the god butcher yeah have him in the background that'd be fun yeah,
1: yeah how would that work because like yeah go- gore is going after gods but they're technically not gods
0: i guess we will have to square that circle in the movie maybe yeah 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 i like that But, uh, yeah, so uh, the Bloodline is actually being resurrected by Danny Loren, who, of course, did, uh, what is it, that short-lived redo on the Champions before it got canceled. Their work is really good. I've read a lot of their stuff, and I'm super cool that they're the one who's going to be writing this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're finally getting more Blade content probably, you know, in lead-up to the show and movie and everything else they're doing. Yeah, yeah so i'm i'm really happy this idea got to see the light of day it that rarely happens
1: At how many years after like
0: oh god eight? That's excellent that's oh, it feels like that it feels like forever Ages yeah, what...
1: ago like this was back during the all new all different era
0: yeah that's right holy shit yeah wow when uh when was that but yeah feels feels forever go- okay yeah here's the original artwork i'm looking at right now and again i was super excited for uh seeley to be on this one because obviously he wrote hack and slash which was all about a young girl finding herself and killing monsters so surely the dude knew it was 2015
1: yeah jesus that's a while ago
0: 2015 so that long ago and they finally brought the idea back (laughs) (laughs) it's good though i'm uh i'm super stoked on it
1: yeah it's about time
0: Yeah, I I hope it's good. I hope it lives up to all the expectations. Yeah. And uh, speaking of vampires, and the chat already kind of beat us on this one, uh, Morbius uh, finally released this week, but even before its release, oh boy, did it have a firestorm of embarrassments (laughs) and controversies and everything else.
1: And the best thing is it was all like Sony's doing itself. This wasn't like something like people dug up about something. This is all Sony like put out.
0: It was all self-inflicted. This was all (laughs) totally the work of, like, a company that knew they, you know, baked a turkey, know they laid a turd, and so they had to try and polish it as best they could. Uh, Early in the week, the director, uh, Esposito, Esposito. yeah again whatever it is uh basically did a glorified Q and A, and the whole point of the q a was basically just for him to spoil the movie especially the post credit scene in hopes it would make people either a want to see it or b make youtubers like me and you talk about it to try and give the movie free promotion
1: yeah and we of course did neither of those because we're no. we're not going to do videos on that i've seen i've seen morbius and i'm not going to do a video on it
0: yeah people by and large people were not buying this and were not falling for this trick
1: yeah yeah i mean we did see some uh, uh as me you and our our good friend kurt uh got mm-hmm. a good laugh out of all those youtubers breaking their backs to say something nice about this movie
0: <laughs> breaking their back to suck the dick of this failure which again <laughs> they they weren't even youtubers i think they were primarily like streamers and tiktokers TikTokies, and yeah So, yeah, they all put out, like, well, actually, Sony put it out, but they're like, oh, well, here's what, you know, all these prominent internet people have to say about the movie and why they're so excited. And their fans, which to their credit, instantly smelled the bullshit. And they're like, why are you promoting a movie that looks so bad? Why are you promoting a movie that already got bad reviews? which eventually forced them to be like oh, well actually sony flew us out in december to film this but 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 they didn't pay us no money changed hands though we swear
1: <laughs> yeah i'm sure
0: <laughs> yeah we're we're not paid shills you know p- please like and subscribe we're definitely not shilling for this To which, in my mind, I'm like, hey, man, I've been on both sides of this uh, deal in the YouTuber influencer (laughs) space. And yeah, they probably didn't pay you money, but they flew you out to the studio, bought you dinner, kissed your ass, probably promised you a chance to come and cover a better premiere. So you were definitely paid off for this and you got caught, which is only the real problem that you got caught. So take the L and move (laughs) the fuck on. (laughs) But yes, that uh, that was truly hilarious. And then, just to really add insult to injury, uh like the day before the movie came out proper, the post-credit scene leaked out online. Yeah,
1: it's it, it's it's hilarious because there's I saw one that was like proper HD, like someone had yeah. filmed it and everything. But like no one gave a shit because there was no one in the cinema or anything. No. Just, just one yep. person and just sitting there, just just filming, just filming it. Just I saw filming. both. I saw both of them before I saw the film, which is fantastic. <laughs>
0: Yep, and uh, the post-credit is as lame as you think. It also calls into question a lot of continuity issues, because let us not forget this movie was supposed to be out like two years ago, hit a ton of delays, both production and COVID-related, and because of the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, the ending of this movie basically makes no sense now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, we should probably tell people what the credits are no one gives a shit about spoilers I, I
0: i will say anyone if you actually care about it if you've actually held out this long and you really don't want to be spoiled on seek, the help. Of Morb- <laughs> seek <laughs> help first off but second off put your fingers in your ear la 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 la, la for the next like three minutes while matt and i talk about <laughs> it so, Matt, do you want to take this one? How does the movie end?
1: Uh, well, uh, in the post-credits, the first post-credits is uh, Michael Keaton's Adrian Toomes coming over into the Venom Morbius universe. I don't... The Sony-verse, yeah. whatever we're calling it. Yeah. And, and, of course, he's in jail in the MCU, and he was in jail here, but because he committed no crimes, he's immediately freed, because that's how that works. Yes. Um, he's immediately freed. And then the second one is... He somehow manages to make a vulture suit, even though on he, his own. even though he never made the suit in the MCU. The Tinkerer did. Yep. Um, and he. It's,
0: it's also a good way to not have to film Michael Keaton and yes, just have him literally have his voice phone in his
1: line. And then he confronts Morbius in the desert and wants to team up to kill Spider Man despite morbius not knowing who spider-man is despite him being in another universe and wanting to stay there despite him having a family in the mcu who his whole story was about doing things for his family yes uh and yeah he wants to kill spider-man now
0: even though spider-man technically saved him so even if he forgot the peter parker stuff he shouldn't have forgotten the spider-man stuff
1: and even that then uh, in the post credit scene of homecoming he never gave up who peter was to matt gargan yes so he was he was okay with peter and spider-man so it makes no fucking sense
0: but yes, even if he did forget, even if he did cosmically, you know, uh, have his mind wiped, it still makes no sense because it was never going to make any sense because Sony, for some goddamn reason, is married to the idea of having a Sinister Six movie that they're willing to torpedo their second comic book universe to do it. <sighs> I,
1: yeah, I, I don't. The, 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 the funniest thing about this as well is that the director also came out and said that, that Sony is the one who invented the multiverse. Mm-hmm. and like the shared universes stuff i'm like okay right. is this another one of those you know true believer Aviarad things
0: mm. <laughs> as crusader Khan says also there's no Chitari in the sony verse yeah. so where did he get the alien tech yeah. to build his suit <laughs> yeah
1: because the suit it looks exactly the same as it did in homecoming so like oops yeah it yeah again did the people seem to forget that this guy was just like a blue collar worker who didn't yeah. know how the tech worked which is why he had the tinkerer
0: <laughs> yeah no that they, they forgot all of that they, they did don't michael, care how they i get
1: know there. michael hinton was probably just there for a fucking paycheck but should he oh, he, yeah. he should have probably said like hey this is nothing like how my character was before <laughs>
0: Uh, also so venom crossed over the first time but then crossed back right at the end mm-hmm. but keaton crossed over to that world and, stayed. and stayed there
1: yeah doesn't How make the fuck any does sense that work <laughs> doesn't make any sense
0: well you see uh what's that over there <laughs> but yeah so bad nonsensical post credit and i'm glad everyone is calling it on being nonsensical yeah
1: yeah i, I haven't seen anyone defend that
0: no everyone's like that's bad that's dumb you waited two years and instead of working out a better post credit you knew that was the one you wanted so you just stuck with it and apparently all
1: that all the michael keaton stuff was reshot because he did reshoots for the film Jesus like Christ. a couple of months ago We because remember like like none of the spider-man stuff that's in the trailers is in the film Nope, like they none, lied of it, to you. none of it none of it
0: again just let me say that sony uh they lied to you they tried to trick you they think you're stupid they think you're not gonna realize this they tried to get you hyped with venom because that made money but he went back right at the end of his movie (laughs) which means you should stop seeing these uh it's just so scummy (laughs) very it's the ultimate scummy thing it is so i don't know how anyone can fall for it but people didn't fall for it the movie only made like 5.7 million dollars
1: yeah i i don't th- i think after this 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 opening weekend it's just
0: gonna drop like a rock oh god yeah well they got a new harry potter movie coming out this week. yeah or next week. yeah that's true which i don't want to see that either but no. still, <laughs> no but surely that can dethrone morbius
1: <laughs> morbius it'll dethrone its its road to one trillion dollars
0: <laughs> yeah a vatica get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, uh, Comic Tropes is another hardworking comic book YouTuber. He was literally in the theater, and he wrote on Twitter that he had to ask an usher to turn the movie on for him because he was the only one there. (laughs) wow right
1: oh, that's great
0: <laughs> and the usher looked super disappointed like wow man you gotta be the biggest morbius fan ever all right i'll turn it on
1: <laughs> you saw the pictures as well of the uh, the morbius discord community
0: oh yes we gotta talk about the morbius discord <laughs> community so apparently jared leto took time off his creepy sex cult island to go and hand out t-shirts and stuff for the people in the morbius discord fan community which exists they all got to see the movie for free so i guess they didn't make any fucking money off these people either <laughs> and they couldn't even fill up that no, theater no there no. were empty seats in that one they literally gave tickets away and they I, couldn't I, fill i i
1: fully expect as well that some of the people in that photo were just like movie theater like employees they're just oh, like hey yeah. just come sit down put this shirt on for like five minutes <laughs>
0: Uh, i was gonna say there's a lot of young women there so i'm sure yes. leto flew them in from his private island absolutely or out. flew
1: them back out to his private island
0: yes as he sits there in his white suit and even he doesn't look happy to be there <laughs> even he's like this is it huh <laughs> i'm never leaving my island again
1: uh he's two for two for shitty uh comic book movies he should just stop
0: he really should go fucking that. tour with Air- 30
1: seconds of mars again <laughs>
0: or whatever yeah whatever it is you do <laughs> uh eric sandy helping us out in the chat there i knew a guy that took his husband to a theater that was an hour away on april fools and all the way he told him he was taking him to see Morbius. <laughs> he bought tickets for everything everywhere all at once oh that's a good oh, one that's fantastic a
1: trick. i'm glad they went to see that film that film looks fucking amazing
0: Uh, all the reviews i've heard are amazing it's the proper
1: multiverse film you should be seeing
0: right tell me about that also man when does that happen that like a slick indie movie gets won over on all the other movies by being like yeah we're gonna be a multiverse movie before the comic book movies really get the ball rolling on it (laughs) i love that it's just an invo concept now and they were able to make a cool art house movie out of it yeah yeah also, the little Asian kid from Indiana Jones is in it as the yeah. husband, and apparently he's also amazing.
1: Yes, his, his return to acting, I think.
0: Yes, yeah, apparently he's still got it, and he's really good. Yeah, I'm happy about it. I can't wait to see that one when that one's available. <laughs> so that'll be good. But yeah, there's there's your update on Morbius, everyone. A movie that everyone knew was going to fail out of the gate and then failed anyway and yet some pundits are still sitting around being like how did that happen (laughs) because morbius isn't a strong enough character to hold up a comic series on his own let alone a movie people are starting to learn oh don't go see the sony ones they're the bad ones
1: yeah and on top of that you cast jared leto as the character
0: Yes you cast Jared Leto a guy who is already poisoning his own reputation at every turn.
1: Yeah, Jared Leto, who who very, very clearly had a uh, major input on the script with how he wanted Michael Morbius to be portrayed.
0: Oh yes, yes. Apparently, he does like the whole uh, dry Tony Stark. Oh, aren't I the smartest, coolest guy in the room? Well,
1: well, not only that, he's um, he presents Michael Morbius as a he's a very humbled and like. There's oh. a part where he gets given the Nobel Peace Prize, but declines it because he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't want it. You know, you, wow. you know, one of those. And that feels like that feels exactly like stuff like Jared Leto would try and do for his image.
0: He's just a normal guy, you know. He's just yeah. like one of us guys. One he's of us, so man. He, he's so humble hashtag humble he should get a humble tattooed across his head no 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 more tattoos <laughs> no more tattoos for you sir yeah yeah
1: it's it's just amazing jared leto killed a bunch of people for like an eight million dollar box office opening weekend yep tell me about <laughs> it i hope
0: i hope it was worth it because i know it wasn't <laughs> uh moving on from there to news that isn't so ridiculous but is also still very much tied to comic books and multimedia in general uh shong chi number three gene lu and yang still going strong with this book which i need to catch up on uh they had announced that issue 13 might be the last one but it's not they're just renaming it Shang chi number 13 is going to be coming Shang chi and the 10 rings number one yeah that makes sense so we're going full bore now with the movie connectivity and yep he's just gonna get the rings in the comics if he didn't have them already
1: yeah yeah
0: and that's just what the book is gonna be now and i'm like all right that's fine if they can sell a couple more shang chi books and keep Jean lu and yang working off the back of this i'm all for it
1: yeah yeah
0: that's pretty much it. it's definitely a book i want to go back and read because i love that uh, the first two issues i read yeah the,
1: the, that first volume of it is really strong
0: Is really really strong. You could also tell deeply personal Mm -hmm. to Yang as well to be like, hey, I'm gonna reclaim this Asian character that has been predominantly only written by white people.
1: Yeah, did some really fantastic stuff with the lore and everything.
0: Oh yeah, like literally in that first page, it was like, hey, Shang, you don't sound the way you normally sound because Shang usually spoke in broken English and everything else and fortune cookie wisdom, and to have the character be like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) I only did it to put white people at ease, but I'm stopping that now. Yeah, it takes
1: them off guard.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so there was the news, everyone. Like I said, not much of it. No. But uh, there was a lot of very interesting comics that came out this week, and we can start talking about them. Yeah. Uh, where would you like to begin, Matt?
1: Uh, well, let's begin, over, let's begin over at Marvel with Dark Ages issue 6.
0: Yes, the big finale to this series. Boy... Boy, this was a blink-and-you'll-miss-it finale, wasn't it? Oh, man,
1: this was really disappointing.
0: (laughs) Tell me about it. Like, I I remember, like, the issue before. I'm like, man, you know, this one was going a little slower. I hope they, you know, kick in the turbos at the end. And they did. Yeah, a
1: bit too much. (laughs)
0: too much so uh captain Kuhn helping us out yet again with a very nice donation thank you captain sony look we have to make one of these every few years to keep the spider-man film right so we'll blow a hundred million on these and hope the big japanese tech side doesn't shutter us jackpot coming 2028 <laughs> yeah yeah you can really see the sort of business chess that sony is playing can't you yeah i
1: i am uh, like honestly surprised that like disney and that haven't just offered them some ridiculous amount of money just to just to get those rights back just just to make it stop just to make them stop yeah
0: i mean look i mean i think sony worries they're like look if we don't have this what stick do we have to shake anymore what other big sony franchises can you think of
1: yeah none
0: that aren't video games well maybe if
1: they did actually something with the 22 jump street films
0: exactly yes you know. they crossed them over with uh men in black like they said they would yeah
1: that would have been fucking amazing
0: <laughs> those guys are just the new men in black and i'd be like all right fair enough
1: yeah yeah
0: apparently that uh what is it that lost city movie is actually getting really good reviews yeah too.
1: I, I i i keep seeing like uh people talking about it and yeah apparently it's getting pretty good reviews and is actually legitimately funny
0: i when i went to go see uh what was the last movie i saw oh when i went to go see the batman i saw the trailer for yeah. it and i was sitting there I'm like this is fucking stupid sandra yeah. bullock and then i'm like oh wait this guy's actually really funny and i'm like oh daniel radcliffe is the villain no <laughs> fucking way yeah it looked like it was a lot of fun like it literally won me over by the end of the trailer i'm like <laughs> all right this one might actually be surprising <laughs> But uh, what were we talking about again? Oh, yeah, we were talking about Dark Ages and how we were both kind of disappointed with the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, uh, as Dog says, it was over before he even finished reading it. <laughs>
0: It really fucking was. And, like, all these problems that they built up in the other five yeah. issues. Like, oh, the Purple Man is controlling people. He's going to make the heroes fight each other. Oh, Apocalypse is going to control the Unmaker and everything. And, oh, none of these were problems. They were all dealt with incredibly quickly.
1: Yeah, and, and like, just just talking about, like, the Unmaker, in that first issue, we, we got sold, like, a lot on, like, what it was and everything. And the I'd greatest figured, threat ever. And I'd figured we'd learn a little bit more about it as the series went no. on. We learned nothing we don't even
0: see the unmaker again
1: no no that's the that's the thing because the whole thing is apocalypse wanting to possess its body to use its power and we never see it
0: uh doc ock figures out about the plan and is killed instantly so he debuts does a thing is killed
1: yeah yeah uh
0: dr doom does not turn code on the other heroes like we assumed he was going to in fact he stays resolute to the team and even talks Dracula into turn coding
1: yeah yeah and and actually like agrees with um Moon Girl's plan about what yeah. to do and everything yeah it's 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 very strange and i said in my review it's it's a classic case of so this is tom taylor's last work at dc this mm-hmm. is the classic case as he We're was already way. out of the door on his way over to over to dc for that exclusivity uh contract
0: i, I, I guess so because i'm like why is this why is this not it, longer why was this only six issues
1: i expected a lot more of tom taylor like this really doesn't feel did. like him at all
0: and I'm like, oh, well, maybe, you know, the whole pl- uh, plan is to have, like, a-, a second arc, you know, to revisit like they did with uh, DC Zombies. But I'm like, no, yeah, I guess he's fucking done.
1: <laughs> the-, the worst thing about this is this was meant to come out before COVID.
0: Oh, so they shit. had so really...
1: yeah. This was this was teased all through 2019.
0: They, oh fuck, you're right. They
1: had like those um those like teasers of like the cities going dark and the planes and Iron Man that's falling right. from the sky, yes. and yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. And so so this this book has been probably fully written for at least two to three years.
0: Jesus, that's that's disheartening to learn. Yeah, yeah, man. And also, too, even for the people who are like, "Oh, I love the kid characters. I love getting to they're see barely the second in it. generation. They they are not. They are literally told to sit <laughs> yeah. at the bus, and they sit out the entire finale. Yeah. They yeah. do not have anything. May to, Parker uh, shows up in
1: this image to be told to stay out of the issue.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. They the, the kids literally contribute nothing to the no. final part of the story. So I'm like, why the fuck did they even come then if they don't contribute yeah. which, to the final which, battle? Which
1: really confused me as to why so many people loved the book because they were in it, and like they're barely in it. they barely do anything yeah
0: they they save them from the ghost raiders and that's about it yeah i will admit deadpool killing the purple man was kind of funny because it's like yeah i'm deadpool i i I do that yeah yeah (laughs) i'm sorry did i ruin the drama here in a couple seconds (laughs) i guess for what it's worth they do put the invisible woman over super strong where she's Mm -hmm. like oh yeah i can give you a lobotomy by creating little shields in your brain
1: yeah yeah I'm like, oh, why didn't you do that to begin with?
0: I know, right? It's like, could you always do that? I mean, yeah, it feels (laughs) like you probably should have started with that. Also, Franklin Richards is fine. He was just in a prison cell. I'm like, really? So all these characters were fine? Again, we never
1: see see him again either.
0: So there was another god-level character who could reasonably fix everything because he's a fucking god?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, never see him.
0: Also they're pretty cool with like no electricity coming back and the world just remaining the way it is i mean it's not a dystopia which was one of the interesting parts of it it's yeah. a non post-apocalyptic dystopia it, it it
1: was it's like a really weird message where it's lot, yeah where like tom's saying like oh the world's better like kind of destroyed and like with no like hassle with electricity and like the noise of everything it's yeah it's a lot it's it's but it's like comes across really fucking weird
0: it does. I'm like, yeah, I get what he said in the beginning. It's like, yeah, you know, the world ended, but a lot of the bad people died and everyone who remains had to rely on each other to live. And we walked back global warming and everything. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But do I have to keep shitting in a hut, though? <laughs> it, it, it also feels like all of humanity is now literally dependent on super beings to live. And it that is. Doesn't yeah. Sound great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, again, like, when all those heroes left, they're like, oh no, you're leaving, how are we going to run our society without you?
1: Exactly, yeah. How, is Storm going to be here to help us? No? Yeah,
0: to make our crops grow, is Nightcrawler going to get us around and everything? Are the psychics going to let me make psychic phone calls? Yeah,
1: these people probably shouldn't be going with you on, like, a suicide mission, because if they die, then we technically all die as well.
0: (laughs) It was very weird. Oh, I'm sure Power Scalers are going to be pissed off, too, because... uh, Oh, they are.
1: My comments comments, are filled with them.
0: Because Cyclops was able to completely uh, atomize Wolverine and leave nothing but the skeleton. Yeah. Although I do think it's funny that Apocalypse is like, well, we can't kill Wolverine and we might need him. Drop him into the catacombs under Paris and we'll just get him when we need him.
1: Yeah, yeah, just trap him in the catacombs. That was pretty cool.
0: So he's just been trying to dig his way out for, like, decades, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah he's just been at it <laughs> and because he because he's basically immoral he can't like starve to death or no. get dehydrated so he's just gonna keep doing it yeah
1: yeah
0: that's um but yeah so that was dark ages a little disappointing yeah which is a shame because like last year it was an easy shoe in for like one of my best of the years and it yet started that an... off really well yeah th- that was a disappointing ending uh detective comics was a disappointing Oof, ending. i yeah. know that was technically from a couple weeks ago but that's a story matt and i were loving and we were both like fuck off that can't yeah. be the end
1: yeah i read that yesterday and i was like wait i i actually went back and try found my the issue before it just to make sure i hadn't missed something no oh, yeah no apparently yeah it, it, the story just like ends
0: it's a massive non-ending yeah that does not answer any of the actually interesting questions and and again
1: oh it's all because batman showed up
0: all because batman literally ruined what was a great story he fucking did i mean scarecrow ruined it too because he was also there but still they basically ruined it yeah I mean, I guess the idea is, is like, well, maybe Nakano's wife kept the mask, and because she told everyone to stop, and they actually did, but they don't imply that she has. No. They don't even imply that's what happened. Yeah, they
1: don't even imply that Roger has the mask. So you could, you, and they, from process of elimination, you think, oh, Batman's got it.
0: It was just done. It was so stupid, too. They're like, oh, but we stopped the Penguin. I'm like, yeah, the dude who had the least amount of hooks into anything <laughs> that was going on. The guy who
1: was really doing anything.
0: Yeah, and you didn't really stop him because you didn't arrest him. No. You didn't go to jail. No. He's still out there. You just beat up his henchmen in yeah. a motel parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's like the worst. Like, yep, and we won. I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't win anything.
1: <laughs> There's even that hint that, like, Roger's going to be doing something for Batman, but we don't know what. yeah. There's no, like, Ar- lo- thing of, like, him going and actually helping in Arkham Tower?
0: And uh, freaking Arkham Tower doesn't go away either. It's no. sticking around. It's just Meridian is going to be in charge of it. And I'm like, wasn't Meridian in charge of Arkham Asylum before the tower? So she literally walked all the way around <laughs> to get back to where she started.
1: Yeah. And even then, that would have been an interesting, like, idea to explore that, like, everything in, in Gotham just comes back as a circle. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it's not
0: because riddler
1: dis- and and multimedia synergy now. yeah
0: exactly D- telling the same riddle he tells in long halloween the one yeah. that has no answer yeah when when is a killer not a killer when he's the holiday killer yeah uh I-, I guess you know while we're continuing this train of stories that disappointed the fuck out of us uh i noticed you also caught up on the final amazing spider-man issue number 93
1: <laughs> yes you say it was i thought it was amazing yeah
0: <laughs> Pardon. Oh, I mean, there's, oof, <laughs> there's, uh, you're either going to be cheering or crying by the end. <laughs> there is no in between. <laughs> but yeah, so this is another ending that took me by surprise. From like, is '93 really the end? Yep. Yep. <laughs> because we had two issues of just them fucking around with the lizard and everything. And I'm like, wow, this story is going really slow. I hope they hurry up here and get to the good stuff. uh they hurried up all right.
1: Yeah, yeah, they come on quick. We got to get there. We got to get there.
0: Hey. They speed an entire fucking ending on here. I love uh, – we have Ben, who was pretty normal in the previous issue, but, you know, it's just like, oh, I need to face my destiny. I need to face, you know, Maxine Danger, even if it means leaving my teammates behind. Oh. Flash forward to this issue. I'm crazy now. <laughs> I got very crazy in between issues. He, he also beats up the Slingers, and I'm like, the fucking Slingers were in this? I'm like, oh, yeah, they were in – one of those tie-in stories i guess they were working for beyond 2 and he literally beats them up in one panel and you only see the backs of their heads (laughs) they're like no look see we totally paid that one off we promise
1: yeah promise
0: yeah we we paid that one off uh they do answer the question that i had i'm like okay well how is ben gonna actually have a showdown with maxine danger because she's a regular person he can't just punch her he'll kill her yeah yeah and he also can't punch a woman and the answer to that is she's basically not even there she just holograms her way out <laughs> before also getting in his head with like one of the stupidest villainous gambits ever where it's like yes you know i took away your memories but also you asked for cuz you know you felt guilty about the jackal and everything else you had done <laughs> so this is all technically your fault and you can get back the important anchor memories if you want but you can only get them back from peter by getting him to put this helmet on his head but he won't do it because you're fucking crazy boy. <laughs> and ben completely falls for this yeah yeah. because i guess having his memories gone is making him stupid as well <laughs> as completely erratic
1: they took that part of his brain that uh dictates like logic
0: oh yeah absolutely me me i'm dumb ben now which he wasn't for the whole story like right. his whole finale only works by him being stupid and unreasonable yeah
1: because like there was that whole part where like he was sort of he was figuring out that like beyond wasn't as you know above board as they as he thought and he was deciding on what to like do about it and all that mm. sort of stuff and then yeah just completely all gone
0: Uh, cosmic reader helping us out again worst line i've heard a villain say hope the food's better in this joint plus tomb's not worrying about his daughter yeah (laughs) yeah that's pretty dumb much like this spider-man comic It's very dumb and also, like, they start piling on meta-commentary in a story arc that didn't have it where Ben's yep. like, Ah, you know, people, people only hate me because I'm new and different. People only love you because you're old and the same. And I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from?
1: <laughs> this is the writer who's just opened Twitter. <laughs>
0: Uh, tell me about it. Also, this is the guy who's going to be taking over Spider-Man. I'm like, why? Why did the characters just start loudly declaring their intentions? It's like that Futurama joke where it's like people just don't yell the things that they're feeling. That makes me angry. <laughs> That's literally what it was. And then and then the goo comes. <laughs> the retcon goo which is literally what it is and ben's like i don't want to live anymore i'm going in the retcon goo because i can't get my memories back
1: yeah and he comes out as chasm chasm
0: yeah chasm chad chasm
1: (laughs) the best thing to ever happen i love it and i'm not going to elaborate on that
0: (laughs) the chasm the best character the best 90s character to come out in 2022 (laughs) seriously i just i just don't get it what was the point of having ben be our lead and you know making him sympathetic and deepening his character and you know showing all these different sides of him? if you were just gonna push him in retcon goo and have him be i i, I hesitate to say villain because none of that was really his fault but then marvel twitter came out and said welcome the newest member of the spider-man rogues gallery chasm i'm like what he's a villain what no, I, I
1: i knew it was gonna go that way like the the minute he started like uh the last thing i actually read about it was like when he when he came back and he like smashed that mirror and he saw his face as mm-hmm. like how he looks now as chasm yeah. um and i'm like yeah yeah they're gonna make him a fucking villain yeah.
0: eric santi there why do clones work for x-men stories but not spider-man stories yeah what's up with that it's just because
1: it's not interesting
0: i guess or, i mean it's just or like do clones just have such a bad taste in the mouth of spider-man fans in general this the best comment i read on this one is like wow you know uh for the longest time i didn't know who hated ben more the fans or the writers but i think this story finally clinches it the writers hate him more (laughs) because like a lot of fans were genuinely on ben's side like it had worked like yeah man i hope he finds his place in the (laughs) spider-man legacy yeah i hope him and peter can live together and everything fucking guess not
1: no no again that's where it looks like the story was going and, yeah. the, and then, yeah, they just completely like, ah, we're going to subvert your expectations, but in the worst way possible.
0: Tell me about it. Captain Kun, Spider Man Beyond should have been Ben Riley's swan song. Let him and uh, Janie get a happy ending together. Yeah, that's all you need to do. They beat Maxine Danger. They, you know, reveal her to the world of all mm-hmm. the evil she's done. And then Ben and Janie just, like, you know, walk off into the sunset. Yeah,
1: he, he becomes like a Spider Man of like a different city or something. They go out to LA or something, you know?
0: Which which they technically tried to do, uh, what is it, with Kane when he yeah, became there, the Scarlet yeah. Spider in Texas. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's. gives it works. a shit
1: about Canyon? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Man, I really thought Kane was gonna show up in this at some (laughs) point, and it didn't. There was just so much in this ending, like I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it never did. I kept waiting for another twist, another revelation, like oh, oh, the Jackal was actually Maxine Danger this whole time, or oh, the Ben we've been dealing with is actually another clone. Yeah. Nope, actually. Yeah, it's like a
1: a clone of Ben Riley, which is why he's got all the fucked up memories and everything. It didn't happen properly or something yeah yeah
0: because he's like a xerox of a xerox yeah you
1: yeah know?
0: but no none of that happened and even the shit with spectrum didn't happen i'm like wait weren't spectrum and the yeah. daughters of the dragon already investigating beyond yeah. before yep. spider-man even got involved shouldn't they have been involved nope i guess not <laughs> so yeah none of it mattered in the end
1: no no
0: how disappointing and like literally as soon as the book was already done zeb wells is like oh yeah and pick up my new number one coming soon everyone here's like god coming to talk to mary jane and peter who have decided they're going to move back in together oh god damn it (laughs) yeah exactly dave bigland move ben to the west coast send him to europe fuck send him to space let him be a guardian of the galaxy
1: hey the the best ben riley has been during this era was when he was written by christopher Cantwell in iron man where he was off in space with the space friends
0: yeah yeah literally make make him a science fiction spacefaring spider-man
1: yeah that'd be awesome
0: I, i'm not your friendly neighborhood spider-man i'm your friendly galactic spider-man
1: again yeah perfect
0: that's that story writes itself have ben be like look there's no place for me on earth i'll always be living in peter's shadow but out here in the galaxy i can be whatever i want to be
1: maybe he decides maybe he decides to go like live on like mars arako
0: yeah exactly and yeah. uh, the, the mutants have decided to take me in
1: yeah, no one else will have me.
0: <laughs> yes, so I'm just here on Mars now. Yeah, I- again, there's so many potential places they could have taken that story, and they just kind of didn't. No, no. Yeah. Uh. Very, very weird. I, I hope the next arc will be better with Zeb Wells. I'm sure it will be. But, man, we're we're two for two now. And I guess maybe three for three if we count. Uh, actually, no, actually, I think Slot actually had a good finale to his Spider-Man. It had nothing to do with his mm-hmm. run. But his very final word on Spider-Man was, like, this annual that was, like, a nice feel-good issue about, like, yeah. a dude who knew Spider-Man. Yeah. And, like, wanted to be a better person because of Spider-Man. That was a better ending.
1: Yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, Tevia, can we move uh, Ben Riley to the multiverse? Yeah, again, drop him off in a universe where Spider-Man never existed, or yeah. where Peter never existed.
1: Yeah, yeah, some something, some just something interesting. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was the Beyond Corporation too, so clearly they have portals to the multiverse. Yeah. I thought that was gonna be a thing too, like, no, this isn't the real Ben, this it's is a multiverse, multiverse version universe, of the they picked
1: up. Yeah, yeah, where where like it was from a universe where like clone conspiracy or something happened but like Peter died yeah. and and Ben was left to be the Spider Man or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They had so many options and they didn't do any of them.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blandman have Ben attend therapy. He tried that and his therapist turned out to be a villain. <laughs>
0: Yeah, who is still a villain, by the way. Kafka is still Queen Goblin. They never fixed that either. (laughs) There's like several things from the end of the story they didn't bother to fix. (laughs) Jace Jensen, Peter lost two brother figures, Harry and then Ben, and yet that wasn't touched on at all. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he felt bad about it for like a minute in his hospital bed, but then it's like, oh, my recovery is doing really good, and Mary Jane <laughs> wants me to move in again. Yeah,
1: I've got to go stop criminals and get hit in the face by Captain America's shield.
0: <laughs> yep. Can't live in the past. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a young, swinging, happy guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alive and you're not. <laughs> uh, also, does that mean that, like, Zebwells has to write about Chasm in the next story arc? Uh, yeah, I guess mean- so does that mean we'll have to deal with him at some point or is this going to be one of those things where it's like yep yeah, that happened for the next writer who's not me <laughs> i mean like shit at that point you might as well have just fucking killed him again honestly
1: yeah well again we could always have a writer that just comes in and like no that's stupid i'm going to kill him or like revert him or something
0: which comics are famous for that uh actually hey if we talk about a mortal x-men actually i think mr sinister could fix this problem in like two seconds <laughs> yeah he could <laughs> Actually, someone in the comments said, why didn't they call Jean? Isn't Jean a psychic? Couldn't she make copies of memories? She'd done yeah. that before. Couldn't she have fixed whole like the whole thing? That's literally the whole thing
1: with, like, Cerebro and everything. Copying people's memories.
0: Yeah. Eric Santy helping us out again. In timeless one-shot, wasn't Ben the Spider-Man of Hollywood? Oh, fuck, yeah, that did happen.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: also ben is technically the spider-man in devil's reign right now so Mm -hmm. that will now be a weird part of this event where it's like why the fuck was it the other guy because he was at the time but it didn't matter yep (laughs) so fucking weird what a weird ass piece of spider-man history this will be (laughs) yo remember that couple months where it was the clone again but then it ended up not amounting to anything yeah it
1: ended up some bullshit way
0: yeah where he became the new 90s character whoever 90s (laughs) also are his powers different or is just his costume different Uh, yeah because that's the thing too where it's like oh i've lost all my memories of peter parker you know i am my own man now ben riley is finally free cool but why are you still wearing a spider suit though
1: yeah you're still using spider like powers you got the webs shouldn't, and everything and
0: yeah shouldn't shouldn't your costume become something else you know bucky was able to get out from the shadow of captain america by getting a new costume that wasn't captain america theme. no yeah that usually helps you know you go the nightwing route where you become someone new and different
1: yeah hey maybe he'll become that spider smasher or whatever the oh, fuck that yeah. whole thing is they teased
0: our spider smasher kills chasm to clean up continuity <laughs> I made a terrible mistake. Uh, so
1: he, he kills him off panel or something. Yeah. There
0: you go. He died. <laughs> off panel. No, doesn't matter. He died. <laughs> he died on his way to his home planet. <laughs> but yeah, wow. Well, so that's three incredibly disappointing books we read back to back.
1: Yeah, but I'm about to make it four.
0: <laughs> oh oh! what's the fourth one
1: <laughs> the fourth one is the finale for the war of earth Three.
0: Oh shit yeah which i can't believe that's over so soon i was reading the solicitations and it's like oh suicide squad 14 i'm like oh well surely this is a tie-in it isn't
1: no it's not which it should be which does make again uh to, 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 to explain this i'm gonna actually have to like go through the entire like four issue arc because it is please do it I'm is one of the most inexplicable random uh storylines i have ever read it made me so mad that i like it made me like tom king batman mad
0: (laughs) yeah it sure sounded like it yeah it sure sounded like you were losing your goddamn mind oh my
1: god so like first two issues are really good the 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 war for earth earth three issue one and the suicide squad issue 13 are both really good they set up the event we set up with waller going to earth 3 and actually teaming with the crime syndicate to take down their problem so like ultraman doesn't have to worry about it all good rick flag's got to be fighting them then the flash issue happens and mm-hmm. uh has no ties whatsoever to the event we have johnny quick coming over back to earth prime to steal the cosmic treadmill uh right. never comes up again never come never mentioned again at all What a fucking ne- waste. never fucking mentioned again teen titans academy the titans academy issue uh rick flag returns to earth zero to recruit the titans to, in their fight for earth three for no reason yeah, why is why? he doing this why isn't he going why? to the justice league why isn't he going to any of the other multiple teams
0: uh why is flag recruiting a bunch of children hey you want to be my child well, soldier oh, he's
1: he's recruiting nightwing and starfire like, and oh, all that. not right. the kids but the kids end up sneaking on to the plane anyway course. uh in that issue as well they introduce just randomly in just a panel she's not like we're d- told why she's there uh the earth 8 version of harley quinn and i suspect hey. i suspect the writer didn't know that harley quinn isn't on the suicide squad at the moment oh. and wrote wrote that she's you know joined the join the crew and then suddenly at the last minute i'll oh, just say she's from earth 8 and earth 8 is the marvel universe so technically she shouldn't be there and the suicide squad on that earth is the thunderbolts so yes that's right doesn't make any fucking sense anyway um this and, is another
0: writer who will be done Sheridan, when this yes. is all done
1: yeah uh, they end up helping they, they they decide to help rick flag and that the students uh, all sneak onto the ship and everything so now we get to the final issue of this event so right. far a uh, big finale yeah which is just a continuation of that first issue where we see the fight happen uh the, the 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 kids from the titans academy end up trying to get one over and waller and try and capture her and she just laughs them off and immediately captures them That's um, about right uh, uh and then dick uh, as soon as he gets there decides okay we're going home now <laughs> yeah he he ends up fighting a little bit and then walla calls like a, a stalemate to show that she has the kids and then she's like i'm not gonna hurt these children i'm just gonna send them home and dick's like okay we're going home too i don't fuck this earth um fuck it
0: uh, d- does bolt get involved in this because bolt uh, was obviously yeah. like her agent on the titans
1: uh bolt is mentioned once in that titans book where she's like i want to come and help as well because uh flash and kid flash want to help out um and everything oh yeah and the flash never mentions johnny quick stealing the cosmic treadmill to anyone that never that doesn't come up to anyone um but yeah she's she's told no stay behind and she's not even part of the squad that actually ends up sneaking onto the ship and everything and she's just mentioned once and then never seen again
0: that's so fucking stupid because bolt was the flash in the future state yeah uh, yeah, yeah. book by robbie thomas and she was cool because yep. she was like the one who didn't like the idea of what everyone was doing
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. oh that is missed opportunity that's fucking dumb
1: um oh, fuck what else happens so yeah the whole uh in the suicide squad part of this book um johnny quick also steals the phantom zone projector from uh superwoman's uh ice fortress in right. uh, on earth three and the plan is to use it to like blackmail ultraman and like trap him in it so Mm -hmm. so um they don't have to worry about him fucking everything up um rick flag is told this plan and then immediately smashes the mirror right for no real reason other than that he doesn't trust Waller, even though Waller's like i'm about to use this to trap this superman who's killing everyone who's currently he's literally throwing buildings at people at the moment (laughs) and and he's like no i i don't trust you and he smashes the mirror they try and fix the mirror. Oh, fuck this. Oh my god, this is so frustrating. That They fix the mirror by having the green, la- the powering just create a construct of it, and that construct becomes a phantom zone projector.
0: I don't think that's how that works. No, it's not how
1: it works. And it ends up trapping Ultraman in it, and they seal him in, like, the phantom zone. And they u- use it's, again, made because we're not explained any of this. Uh, he he's like put into this device that waller uses to take earth three out of the multiverse
0: right which was kind of what yeah. we saw in future yeah. state but
1: we're not we, we we don't know how this device was made or it was made by like that that conchu looking fella yeah oh, yeah yeah who they say but, but like yeah, 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 yeah. it happened off panel like he just designs this huge device that moves an earth <laughs>
0: This Um, really sounds like a crossover that should not have been a crossover. No,
1: uh, the Flash and the Teen Titans Academy book, Dad, no, no, didn't need to be in here at all. Um, And then, yeah, the book just kind of ends with kind of that team from Future State with, Mm. like, Match becoming a Superman, but he wears a black suit. And then it's Mm. it's like a mismatch of, like, crime syndicate members and, like, Suicide Squad members who stayed with Waller. And yeah, it just kind of ends.
0: That sounds fucking bad. Uh, Yeah, it was fucking awful. Captain Coon helping us out again. Nightwing doing the Grandpa Simpson meme there where he walks in and and instantly walks out. He fucking
1: literally does. He does, like, this is Nightwing who, like, I would think, like, okay, there's a world in peril being, like, run, overrun by, like, a psycho Superman and, like, Walla and everything. I have to save No, I'm just going to go home because I've got to look after these children because Red X is still out there.
0: Oh, that's fucking lame. That's yeah. real clown shoes lame. Oh, that it, sucks. It was so fucking bad. That sucks too, because the build up to this was so good, yeah, and it ties yeah. into Future State, like yeah. one of the few stories that was like, "Hey, here's a big payoff to what we showed you in Future State." Yeah, the
1: first two issues of this of this of this, uh, of this uh, event were really damn good, and then it went to the Flash and the the Titans Academy, which had no. I I don't even know like that Flash when he stole the cosmic treadmill for what they didn't even fucking use it in the event what the fuck is going on
0: that is that is too many writers on an event that only one person cared about but they needed to meet their deadline and they didn't care how it went and also two writers that let us not forget are done in a few issues anyway so extra reason where they're like why do i care if this is good or not you you still gotta pay me i'm still done
1: it just ruined a perfectly good event
0: that that blows it does I, I i might not read it then or maybe i'll, <laughs> I'll skim through it I'll, I'll, I'll skip flash and titans uh, now that uh, i know they don't matter yeah
1: yeah you can just skip them and you wouldn't miss you won't miss anything
0: oh oh that's Nothing. a bummer that's that's not great yeah now i promise we did actually read some good stuff yes there
1: there are, are good books they just so happened that this week was filled with a bunch of shit as well (laughs) a
0: lot of disappointment uh a book that actually surprised me with its quality especially because i actually thought the story that led into it was a little disappointing that's joshua williamson's shadow war alpha which is the big new batman deathstroke robin Uh crossover
1: yeah i read this earlier i haven't done my review on it yet but i have read it
0: yeah so again it follows up basically exactly where the robin book left off damien and his mom and Raish are all on good terms now but Raish is dying he's mm-hmm. contracted the same mysterious disease that killed his mother and uh, made him put her in the lazarus pit the first time yeah
1: super aids or something yeah
0: or something yeah there's also something wrong with the lazarus pit but we don't know yet
1: there's always something wrong with the lazarus pit
0: isn't it isn't it always but, yeah, Raish's whole thing is like, okay, if I'm dying, if my back is against the wall, I want to go out on my own terms. I have decided that I am going to basically turn myself in to the D.E.O. And, hey, Cameron Chase showed back up again because this is a Joshua Williamson book and we're tying in Infinite yes. Frontier.
1: Yeah, he did say that there was going to be big, like, things for Dark Crisis in this event, which is why I'm reading it as in, in the first place, really.
0: <laughs> we, we also know now from the last issue of Deathstroke, Deathstroke took over the secret society of supervillains because he too is seeing visions of the great darkness and he needs a group of villains to fight it i'm like oh well that's an interesting something
1: that's cool i wonder why he's seeing them of all people yeah
0: of all people i mean they tie in the idea that his daughter has like future sight too but she like lost her future Mm -hmm. sight yep but because maybe she's scared to look at the great darkness and know what's coming Mm mm-hmm so yeah, some very interesting ideas being played with there. Uh, Ray, she goes to give his big talk and everything, and says, "You know, I want to make Lazarus technology available for the whole world." And it's like, really? After just hearing its curse, that's interesting. <laughs> why? Why would you do a thing like that? Also, you know, people who try and bring the world together in brotherhood and make everyone better and give people, you know, free medicine usually end up getting assassinated. You know, J- uh, John Lennon, Gandhi, all those, and he's assassinated. <laughs> fuck <laughs> how about that
1: yeah say so he's assassinated by uh a deathstroke who's wearing the classic
0: deathstroke yeah. costume one we have not seen in years literally years yep so that's crazy a uh, batman has to get involved because he's overlooking it and this comes at the worst possible time because it cuts in to the time he thought he could reconcile with his son him and damien see each other for the first time in what feels like real life years
1: it's been a while
0: It's been a very long time, and I love Oracle on the comm being like, Batman, for the love of God, hug your child. (laughs) And Batman like, "Mm, no, it's not part of the mission.
1: No, yeah, I don't care.
0: Nowhere in the mission parameters did it say I have to show affection to my son. (laughs) He's fine. He's probably fine. (laughs) I'll give him a nice, firm handshake if that's just as good. I'm an emotional anorexic. (laughs) But yeah, so they do that uh the death guys like ha 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 batman i got you you can either you know chase me down or you can save Ra's body before i blow it up with a grenade meaning that no lazarus pit can save him yeah and damien decides to save the body which means batman has to swoop on in to save him but yeah Ra's body is destroyed yeah
1: he's he's, he's killed killed
0: yes yeah, gone forever assumedly yeah though in classic comic terms <clears throat> no body no death
1: yeah yeah we're coming up to a crisis event doesn't matter.
0: Exactly. We can kill whoever we want. The whole universe is probably going to be reset anyway. And this pisses Damien off because he's like, God damn it, Batman. Once again, you know, you, you've you taken two grandfathers from me. <laughs> and Batman's like, hey, damn it, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I hate it that you're old enough to, like, state precedent now. <laughs> And Damien's like, yeah, you know, I wanted to tell you how cool my anime tournament was and the hot goth girl I met and everything. But now I hate you again, Batman. I'm going to go track Deathstroke down on my own and maybe I'll kill him. Maybe I won't. I haven't decided yet. (laughs) And uh, we flash over with Deathstroke and the secret society and we find out that he's actually been training his new clone son respawn this whole time and he's like what that wasn't me i didn't do that <laughs> i haven't worn that costume in years ah fuck someone's framing me yeah god damn it it's one of those stories one of them good old frame-ups yeah i like to uh tally al ghul brings together a bunch of our favorite lesser known assassins and also some characters we haven't seen in years like mara al ghul damian's mm-hmm. cousin i'm glad someone remembered she existed yeah you know, she's the black sheep of the family you know doesn't get invited to christmas but gets invited to go fight deathstroke in the league <laughs> of super villains hey it's dangerous and you might die mara you get to come <laughs> but yeah pretty pretty fun setup also too i don't know if you read the deathstroke before matt but respawn we now know is actually a clone son of deathstroke and talia is his mom
1: yeah i know that yeah
0: so again it's like joshua williamson read that story from a couple years ago from christopher priest about like oh what if what if uh deathstroke was actually the real father of damien and then that ended up being a fake out so williamson was like yeah but what if it was true though (laughs) what if i just make a whole other character (laughs) and he did yeah (laughs) well and so that's that's the setup for shadow war and pretty cool
1: it's pretty good yeah
0: williamson is very good at writing these types of stories where they seem dumb on paper but in action they're actually very cool
1: yeah they're pretty cool and he's got a he's got a way of like corralling it as well where it very where it yeah like this could come off as just incomprehensible garbage
0: it could. It could also come out as, like, 13-year-old try-hard stuff. Yeah. Like, and then the Society of Supervillains and the League of Assassins, and they all fight each other. Oh, and Batman and Robin hate each other, and they're there, too. <laughs> oh, and Damien has a clone with fun white hair, and, oh, they fight. <laughs> like, it could be stupid, but it's like, no, nah, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. I like it. I'm, I am interested to read the tie-ins from this, too, mm-hmm. to see how the story actually flows. And like you said, now that we know that it's actually connected to Dark Crisis too, so it could actually be important reading. They could drop some very important tidbits of info.
1: Knowing knowing Joshua Williamson, he probably will.
0: Yeah, probably. So it also became a must-read. It. I'll tell you what, Shadow War was so good, I instantly forgot how disappointed I was with the end of his Batman. (laughs) His his first Batman arc. I'm like, you know what? This is fine. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All, all is forgiven. This is where you're going. All is forgiven. (laughs) because you did you did the cool thing uh what else did you have this week matt
1: uh oh i had um batman beyond the white knight
0: yes i had this too the it was just the third or fourth installment not counting the mr freeze one in the sean gordon murphy verse
1: fourth if you include the harley quinn book
0: Right, yeah, because it was Batman White Knight, Batman Curse of White Knight, the Mr. Freeze one-shot, the Harley series, and now this. So, yeah, yeah, it's technically the fifth. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, pretty goddamn—I did not know what to expect going into this, and this also kind of blew away all my expectations.
1: Yeah, this is uh, pretty damn cool. So we get uh, a bit of a time jump
0: yeah Uh, like over a decade at least
1: yeah bruce is still serving his time in prison and he's Mm -hmm. he's he's laying down the law against all of the the sons of azrael who have spawned up in the prisons
0: i love that it's not the sons of batman in the frank miller future it's the sons of azrael that's a very fun gimmick
1: yeah yeah and uh he's been kind of keeping the peace along with uh jason todd who's like his his warden Mm -hmm. sort of prison guard who's assigned to him sort of guy
0: yeah who as we find out in this issue was actually the first robin in this yeah. universe and dick was second
1: yeah i i like that change
0: yeah because it's like well he had to fuck up once right he there's no way he would have got it right the first time no yeah
1: and and that fuck up once was was fucking jason todd
0: <laughs> was really bad
1: yeah and um as, as we as we learn through the the previous iterations we learned that this time joke uh joker didn't kill jason he let him go yep. after learning who batman is um, but he
0: still destroyed his life anyway yeah, which is probably yeah, yeah. part of his plan because he knew there'd be no coming back from them that batman would have to live with the shame that mm-hmm. he's still living with now
1: yeah and we learned that jason uh because he didn't die he like spent like a lot of time on the streets and like mm-hmm. through odd jobs in the military and all that stuff that, and it all led him back to gotham where he became red hood again which we're going to get in like there's like a tie-in issue or something
0: yep Yeah, there's a whole thing like man the the murphy verse only gets bigger
1: yeah because he's got a um he has his own robin as well
0: yes he had a secret robin that we'll get to learn all about i'm imagining it does not end well for her no no
1: not that she's because he's not there yeah
0: Yeah, I can only assume it ended very badly for her. Yeah. Uh, We see what becomes of the GTO in this future, that like superhero cop-like division that Batman helped create. And surprise, surprise! In this future, they have become fascist super cops who have divorced themselves from the police, are wearing Batman costumes, and lording over everyone with their high-tech military gear.
1: Yeah, and their military gear is provided by Derek Powers, who,
0: how about that?
1: Who, in uh, in the decades since Bruce has been in jail, has like moved in like some corporate raider on on Wayne Enterprises and taken it all over, taken all these assets over, and uh, shuttered basically everything bruce set up at the end of that curse of the white knight yep. with like all the stuff that was helping duke thomas's people and yep. all that Unded stuff it all it. undid it all to put it all back into like military r&d
0: which, which is a beautiful piece of writing, not just in the story, but also from a meta sense, too. Because if you remember, Sean Gordon Murphy rightly caught hell from a lot of people on social media for being, you know, very uh, unkind to the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Which in turn made people kind of reevaluate the end of Curse of White Night. Where it's like, wait a minute, so the day is saved according to murphy because the police got a blank check to do whatever they want and a bunch of batman tag oh oh sean sean no (laughs) so in this book it's kind of like him saying yeah maybe i was wrong about a couple things or i want you to think i'm wrong about a couple things so you'll keep reading my books (laughs) and you'll never know what i think anymore because i'm gone from twitter yeah
1: or that was like the point always the
0: plan Yeah, yeah
1: that was always the plan for it to happen but yeah he he's taken over that and um we learned that terry mcginnis uh works for him and is uh some type of guy who's been assigned to get like the bat suit or like the the most dangerous bat suit ever Mm -hmm. one that um because as we learned that Derek powers also was the one who kind of helped bruce build a lot of his stuff
0: yeah yeah which is a really interesting new take on the character
1: yeah but he didn't he didn't help him build this one particular bat suit bruce did that all himself and we learned that the bat suit is the batman beyond suit naturally yeah and you
0: know it's the future it's the batman beyond future because everything looks like akira now
1: yeah akira or ghost of the shell
0: (laughs) very much so everything became very japanese influenced in 10 years (laughs) yeah i uh, i love what they do with harley quinn in this book because obviously she's still a single mom still raising her two kids bryce is the good son who is doing well in school and is a model citizen but jackie is now uh (laughs) revering her father the joker and is dressing like a total punk
1: yeah she read some uh 4chan posts on Mm. the 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 truth behind uh jack napier and what what his deal was and
0: she's clown pilled
1: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah, she's even wearing like the joker's shirt with the bat civil that he he had on yeah
0: (laughs) yeah that weird robin williams shirt where i'm like oh that's fun they brought this back yeah yeah but yeah so she's being really hard to deal with for her mom i love she calls her mom puddin yeah. just to get under her just skin. To fuck like, with her yeah i'm like that's fun that's funny that's really good <laughs> writing say say what you want about sean gordon murphy's personal politics the man fucking knows story structure <laughs> but yeah that's good bruce realizes all right i'm sick of this shit there's a new batman running around Derek powers has perverted everything i ever tried to do with gotham i i need to escape and set this right because i'm the one to blame for all of this Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. and he 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 escapes prison to try and uh stop this but jason finds him and's like hey it's a different city out there now you know it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of fucked you know it's this isn't this isn't batman's city anymore
0: yeah, which is very interesting uh, turn of phrase there. And uh, yeah, they, they kind of have their moment there, you know, where they talk about life and everything. And it's like there's clearly a lot left unsaid. I love that they've been in jail together for like a decade and still never worked out their problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You know, sorry I was more of a big brother and a friend. Sorry I was never the father you needed me to be. Mm hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, he lets him go. Uh, he does his daring aquatic escape there when he hears a very familiar voice calling out to him. And it seems to be Jack Napier, back from the dead.
1: Well, I don't think he's back from the dead. I think Bruce is, like, seeing him I'll in his head. head. It's very obvious that that's how it's uh, framed and everything. That it, Bruce. It,
0: it could be, or we could totally be taking another page from Batman Beyond and this is like a clone or a person with, like, an implant to make them into the Joker. Yeah, I
1: could, I could see that. But I think it's going to be all in his head
0: quite possibly you know my my greatest foe exists inside my mind and i need to overcome him. yeah love napier's design because he's like regular napier but he's pale and he's got like a string of green and a Mm -hmm. string of purple in his hair
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: it's a very fun look the designs are all very solid here they're
1: very good yeah
0: very good design so yeah beyond the white knight starts off on a very strong foot very strong again this whole this whole interconnected universe has really become one hell of an interconnected universe and only going to get bigger with that red hood story yeah i I
1: just i I really hope again we've talked about it before but i want them to branch out into like other heroes because they they, i think they mentioned like metropolis in this issue
0: yes they did because jason worked in metropolis yes
1: yeah he worked at striker's island that's right yeah
0: Yeah. because yeah you got to wonder if this is what batman looks like what does the world of superman or flash or aquaman look like exactly
1: like give us more of that
0: yeah that would definitely be fun maybe maybe that'll be the end of the story maybe that'll be the twist maybe we'll see superman with salt and pepper in his hair show up oh that'd be cool and be like hey you know we've been without a batman on our justice league for like a decade hey terry how would you like to join
1: oh that'd be cool
0: nice remixing on terry too to where now he's the one working for Derek Powers, where in the show Derek Powers is the one who killed his father.
1: Yeah, well you have to wonder like how much of that is gonna translate over into this. Maybe maybe like maybe Derek convinced him that like Bruce killed his his father Uh, or something, or like Jack or someone.
0: Yeah, I mean uh the this series, the whole White Knight series has been really good at remixing stuff from multiple sources. Exactly, yeah this is also probably the most i've been invested in a batman beyond comic story because i feel <laughs> everyone else who tried to do it either didn't understand it didn't watch the show and just started making shit up
1: yeah yeah speaking of that we got actually a new batman beyond book starting this week
0: i know we do i saw the ad in there i'm like oh that's a fun bit of synergy
1: yeah i'm probably going to be covering it considering the the white knight video here to like gangbusters on my channel i
0: know right yeah tell me about it uh eric sandy helping us out again thoughts on dc's new round robin vote oh yeah i knew i mm-hmm. forgot something from the news this yeah, week.
1: yeah i i actually forgot about that as well i had it like say i had like the image saved somewhere
0: Uh, definitely some fun ideas though i think doing it the second time it's like isn't it a little cruel to pit a bunch of your creators against each other isn't this just assuring that there will be disappointment and heartbreak at the end of this i know when i covered the robin book i had to stop because the fans were just so fucking unbelievable no one was talking about the book they were just complaining about the book they didn't get
1: yeah yeah as i said just you know green light them all
0: yeah they don't have to be
1: like ongoing series you can just do like a one shot
0: yeah hey you know digital you have a fucking digital arm right yeah yeah and uh, all of them sounded like really quite cool yeah yeah we got a kid flash one we got an animal man one we got the questions
1: yeah there that, that was a uh, a justice league redacted mm. uh a cool green lantern book yeah sounded like some so- pretty cool stuff
0: suicide squad dark that has a very particular place mm-hmm. in my heart because i literally pitched that like a couple years ago on the <laughs> internet in a video that was seen many times <laughs> i'm not saying i was ripped off i'm just saying isn't it kind of interesting <laughs> i know industry people watch the channel i'm just saying next time you know give me an inspired by credit it's fine <laughs> just let just let old joel uh, wet his beak a little bit is all i'm asking <laughs> But yes, they look fun. Uh, no telling what one's going to win. I think the Robin one won one just because Robin had the bigger, stronger the, fan base. Of all the ones that are the, in here, I can't quite tell. Yeah, well, the
1: interesting thing about this is I don't think there's a, a single Batman book which uh, has high yes. hopes that we'll actually get something creative. <laughs>
0: yeah and something new and something not batman related but yeah i totally agree with what you said just fucking green light them all please yeah
1: do, do green light them all and do them as like one like big lo- like anthology book oh that's good i like, like where that. they're all like a little story in it
0: yeah yeah hell uh green light like just even the top four or five even yeah and make it like a big event yeah that would be nice yeah i i would really appreciate that mm-hmm. yeah So was that all? Oh, no, I had one last new one from this week and it was Immortal X-Men, but you didn't read it yet.
1: Oh, you can tell me about it because I had had one book that you haven't read yet either.
0: Okay. I will be very quick with Immortal X-Men. So, yes, we're kicking off the brand new era of X-Men. This is definitely meant to be the book to check out because they literally reprint a bunch of the appendices from other books, all Mm -hmm. the big important ones. Yep. We see what happens to the council after Xavier and Magneto got in trouble for conspiring with Moira. Mm Mm-hmm. And in classic Magneto fashion, he's like, well, if I don't get to control everything from the shadows anymore, fuck you guys. I'm going to Mars. I quit. Yep. <laughs> so he straight up quits the council. And Emma's like, fine, bitch. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. I run this council now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And she does.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is this is my place. You you fuck off to mute retirement on Mars. <laughs> and uh she's like okay well shit i guess we got to get a new person on the council now you know who, who do we want so there's like a ton of auditions like angel i'm a good businessman i can be on it beast i do good war crimes let me on <laughs> my favorite is gorgon who just shows up unsheaths his sword and is like me yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's like strong strong pretty pretty strong honestly you should have done lie. that
1: like anime thing where you, you like quickly unsheathe it and like like uh, a piece of fruit like falls open or something yeah Yeah.
0: now let us also not forget that uh (laughs) gorgon still has the mind of a toddler following uh, the events of x of Swords.
1: yes
0: (laughs) so i would very much like him to be on the quiet council for diversity hey Gorgon, (laughs) what do you think pudding
1: (laughs) (laughs) ah yes, yes yes Pudding for all.
0: Yes, we'll take that under advisor Geez, you know we were gonna bomb the humans, but yeah, we should give them pudding. Yeah, they'll that much oh
1: better. yeah, yeah, yeah. Beast, beast, beast. Make some like poison pudding that like grows when they eat it. It grows plants out of them or something.
0: The uh the book also does a great job reminding you everything that's been happening in all the other books as it relates to the council member. So mm-hmm. they're like, hey storm is pulling double duty as queen of mars uh nightcrawler's starting a religion uh friggin colossus is a sleeper agent but doesn't know it yep and uh mr sinister has set up another evil cloning lab despite being stopped several times from doing that yep he's like what do they care the council's so busy fighting each other they're not watching me
1: yeah this is the least war crimey thing that i've done
0: (laughs) i've done absolutely uh in the end, they actually decide, yo, you know, Hope would actually be a good addition to the team because she's, you know, a prominent member of the Five, and the Five basically always seem to be caught in the pissing contest mm-hmm. is of everyone on the council, and everyone loves them, so shouldn't they get to be uh, have a voice?
1: Yeah, and uh, Xavier obviously doesn't want that.
0: No, of course, Xavier doesn't want to do it. Uh, Celine, they almost let Celine on, you know, the vampire Nazi mutant yes. who's magic. Yes, yes yeah she has a hell of a pitch where she's like look so i'm magical right and i'm always bringing people back from the dead of zombies let me work with the five and i bet i could resurrect all of genosha not as zombies this time (laughs)
1: like what happened in that one that uh necronosha that that that, uh that um that wonder empire tie-in that no one references
0: yeah, so that happened twice. Actually Celine talks shit about uh, Wanda actually, saying you Apocalypse is gone, you don't have any magic muscle on the team anymore, a bunch of monsters attacked the island, and you know, I could have helped if I was a member. <laughs> and when she doesn't get it, she literally sticks a monster on the quiet council on the island. <laughs> That's great. Cause Celine is just the sorest fucking loser ever.
1: Oh god
0: not that sinister cares because sinister's like that's fine i was enjoying what i was doing in my lab anyway yeah and uh, you, you know what he's doing in his lab you know what the big twist is
1: i do know the big twist
0: he's cloned moira several yeah. times in fact yeah <laughs> he keeps cloning moira in hopes that he can basically use their powers to live whole lives and gain information for himself which is why through the whole book uh sinister knew shit that he shouldn't have known yeah
1: new shit before it was happening and everything yeah
0: yes so sinister has essentially stolen moira's power to kind of see the future i
1: love it i love it yeah
0: it's really it's really fucking good and i'm like all right this is pretty strong shit
1: yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good
0: and he invokes chimera mutants again which is an idea they're like no we didn't forget about that that didn't fall by the wayside he's still cooking up that idea yep yep so yeah a more immortal x-men Very fun. A little dry, a little sorkin-y political thriller that I'm sure will turn some people off. But if you need a refresher course on everything that's been happening, at least read this one.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's uh, The New Era of Krakoa Mutants Now.
0: Yes, and we'll be getting even more new X-Men books next week. Yeah. Yeah. eric sandy helping us out again so glad that i can ignore wolverine again great start for destiny of x i love how over dramatic every character in immortal x-men is oh yeah they're all going yeah. for the fucking drama prize. yeah it's like a
1: big soap opera basically
0: it's, it's literally they put all the drama kids in one classroom <laughs> and now they can't stop being mean to each yep. other <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind of wonderful if you love that vibe you'll love immortal x-men <laughs> yeah 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 now, what was the book you read this week that I didn't?
1: Uh, the last book I read this week was DC vs. Vampires, issue 6.
0: Oh, yes. I don't think we've talked about this on the show once. I think this whole thing came and went. I
1: think we might have once.
0: Maybe. I know Maybe. I didn't get to read it because I said, oh, I'll review, what is it, Task Force Z, and then I didn't stick with it. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, no, this uh, this is the issue where, like, sort of everything starts sort of coming together about, about time the last two issues were kind of like middling um mm-hmm. but yeah the, this issue the bat family re, regroup after uh, uh the vampire wonder woman and green lantern attacked them and the justice league were turned on them but the justice league weren't vampires oh. they, they they were just uh made to believe that batman and oliver had been turned into vampires right um so, but uh, Wonder Woman and Green Lantern show up at their hideout and they, they, they're they acting like envoys. Want to, they just want to talk. They just want to talk. <laughs> they just want to talk. Um, so they, they, they try and talk down Batman and Green Arrow and the Bat family, but they're not hearing any of it, so they end up getting into right. a big fight. Batgirl, meanwhile, has teamed with the Suicide Squad to take down another part of the Suicide Squad that were vampires, so King Shark oh, and king shark and parasite had been turned into <laughs> vampires and they it's, eat a lot it's done in such a great way where like um their comms went down because there was a big blackout because the vampires caused a giant blackout so they could make their moves and um the comms come back online and harley contacts uh waller and is like hey yeah king shark and parasite they're like turned against us so waller just blows up their bombs and like Makes kills sense. them but then she also blows up captain Boomerangs because. Harley failed to mention that he was there as well. <laughs> <laughs> so like Captain Broom just dies. Oops. Um um but her whole deal uh, Battle Girl's whole mission was to find the Joker because they think the Joker is the Vampire Lord because all uh. the evidence was pointing to him being the Vampire Lord. They find him but they find that Joker has been killed. Oh and and she figures out that all of the evidence was planted and made them think that someone Want, someone wanted them to think that the Joker was the vampire Lord and that mm. someone is in the bat family. Mm. Uh, and that is when we learned that the vampire Lord is Nightwing.
0: Oh shit. Uh,
1: who uh, kills Batman. <laughs>
0: how, how very Simpsons vampire special mom. You were the head vampire all along. <laughs> well, yeah, I have a life outside this house, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. He kills Batman and he ends up fighting the bat family and he, he breaks cassandra's arm he he kills damien i think (laughs) it's it's left really ambiguous uh he stomps on tim's head blows his head open um (laughs) uh, so so uh oliver escapes with the injured cassandra batman and alfred in like the bat sub uh, as jason stays behind to like fight dick and dick's dick's just being such a dick to him he's like uh-huh. i i'm i was better than you when i was a human and now i'm a god so now i'm like even better and and uh, don't get a
0: lot of evil dick grayson stories do you? i know it's
1: great it's great um and he he his whole deal is he just wanted to turn one of his brothers so he could like be with them forever uh-huh. and everything um and he ends up turning jason but then uh jason signals oliver and oliver like shoots an arrow through his
0: heart and kills him which is um, very helpful for Vampires yeah. Green Arrow finally yeah, yeah. in his weight.
1: And uh the the book ends with uh the vampire lord ruling over the earth and we find that like they've taken they've taken control of Firestorm and they've used Firestorm Ooh. to burn the world's uh forest to cover the world in a, a cloud of ash to block the sun. Uh, uh Superman has been turned as well and he's he's destroying all the um pieces of government like the white house and everything mm. and a lot of the other heroes don't even know any of this was actually happening because this happened all in the span of like a night so
0: like <laughs> so down ranting yeah so
1: like the justice league dark have no idea what's happening uh, steel these other heroes have no idea what's happening but it's all too late because like the justice league are now all vampires and like <laughs> superman's a vampire how are you gonna fucking stop that you know not easily yeah and i guess that the next six issues are gonna be with like other people other characters or something because like we've been following batman for most of this and
0: yeah, he's, i was gonna say
1: like fucking dead huh <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm intrigued to see where they were gonna go i was really worried because like the book in the last two issues leading up to this really like just it wasn't going anywhere they just kept right. saying who's the vampire lord is who's the vampire lord and like it was not going to be joker because you keep signaling that it's joker it's going to be someone the obvious one uh and yeah this reveal was actually quite surprising Hmm. i didn't expect nightwing and i like villainous nightwing it's good
0: it's yeah you don't get it all the time yeah i'll have to check that out i know that started like back in october didn't it for like halloween that was like a halloween release yeah and it's still going yeah maybe i'll check it out when it's done and it's It's got two
1: it's getting two uh tie-ins as well Oh, really? I think one called Hunters and the other called Killers, I think. Huh. I remember seeing so something like that.
0: So it's already popular enough. Yeah. Huh eric helping us out one more time thank you eric you've been a real vip tonight been loving trial of the amazon sad that it's not getting no attention like uh all wonder woman events yeah that is the sad truth of wonder woman events isn't it it gets yeah. no love and no attention i read
1: the first issue of it and it was pretty good but yeah again it's like a wonder woman event not many people care about it mainly just because their events are like honestly kind of boring <laughs>
0: Because DC does a terrible job marketing Wonder Woman.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like like I wish they had taken the marketing budget from Shadows of the Bat or any of this other stuff and said, fuck it, it's in Wonder Woman now. You all need to read Wonder Woman. (laughs) Wouldn't that have been nice for a change? Maybe this one will actually stick the landing. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah, isn't it like uh Hippolyta is murdered and they need to like find who killed Hippolyta?
1: Yeah, all these different uh Amazon tribes like the one Yarrafors uh, part of the the banner middles all of them sort of like come together and yeah it's it's tr- it's kind of like a, a who done it.
0: well shit i guess she's not on the justice league anymore there's another weird <laughs> moment in history where hippolyta was the wonder woman of the justice yeah. league for a bit yeah yeah which again that's not going to stay much longer because they're going to be killing all of them in next Dark issue
1: next whatever. issue oh. yeah
0: oh is the next 175 yeah
1: bendis's run uh finished not last week the week before
0: right and yeah
1: again up. and yeah that that issue was like putting all the toys back in the box
0: naturally for, for the Ace. big reveal uh speaking of which everyone before we uh, close out the show this week let's actually take a look about what's coming out on a tuesday and wednesday or today when the show goes live yeah uh so we got batman number 122 this is the next part of shadow war mm-hmm. uh we got the finale of devil's reign mm-hmm which man that one really came and went didn't it yeah
1: i'm uh, i'm kind of glad that it's finishing up because i like i'm really eager to see what's going on and and get to that goddamn daredevil run again
0: yeah i know tell me about it uh we got not one but two brand new x-force books we've got x-force annual and x-force 27 i fucking There has to be a law in comics. You cannot put out a regular book and an annual. Which one do you read first? I I always fucking hate that when they do that. Yeah. Again, I didn't love how X-Men went, but I guess I'll give this a try. They're kicking off the whole big cerebric storyline, whatever that's about. Okay. Uh, Captain Coon also helping us out again. Godzilla vs. Power Rangers came out two weeks ago, and Mm -hmm. as a fan of the Big G was pretty cool. That's good.
1: It was. I did a review on it. It was pretty damn good
0: there's another one i'll have to look into uh you got x-men red because that's a continuation of uh what is it sword and all the ones you were reading
1: yes i'm looking forward to that what's her name uh abigail brand's a big villain now with Orches. yes
0: yeah, sword and all the other stuff uh, magneto's back in the book and he's back to wearing his red suit <laughs> after he fucked off and left uh what else we got going on Uh, we got a captain marvel annual we got strange we got marauders number one again a book i was loving but had to drop i know uh what is it steve orlando technically did the annual but this is a new fresh start so maybe i'll check this one out
1: yeah oh if that's a fresh start i'll definitely check it out is it still like the same cast
0: uh no brand new team actually
1: oh okay cool
0: it's captain k but docket is on the team now psylocke Mm -hmm. is on the team uh a couple other new characters and apparently the big villain is going to be cassandra nova uh xavier's like sister, sister who was killed in the womb yeah
1: yeah what the fuck was she last in i think the original x-men red series with tom taylor it's been,
0: it's been a very long time yeah her and like lady death strike are two villains who are like they're coming back we know we haven't used them in a while yeah yeah uh you got star wars bounty hunters 22. nice Batman Neo Year Number One, Suicide Squad fourteen, which again is I'm sure hard the, to pick up. The end how, yeah,
1: yeah. What the fuck is even that issue gonna be?
0: Yeah, considering how lackluster it was. Ooh, spider punk number one.
1: Ooh, nice.
0: I like that. Yeah, we got Hobie Brown, the uh Spider Punk and Captain Anarchy. Nice. That was that one's written by Cody Ziggler.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: so i'm excited to check that one out because i love spider punk as a concept <laughs> it's pretty good yeah uh you got radiant red you got the monkey prince deadpool bad blood number one this looks like shit is this rob liefeld doing this <laughs> it is in fact rob liefeld doing this uh, and he so did it's
1: the... nothing nothing to even is this that book Dude. where he was going on about like like they made like Shatterstar like Buy or something and he like oh, i can't do that with my character i'm gonna write a book that makes him straight as an arrow
0: maybe he's going
1: know. off about fucking something some fucking foolish thing like that
0: he's always got like a fucking bug up his ass doesn't he yeah uh but yeah that's a thing uh what is it we got the thing number six is that the finale of that i heard great things about that pretty I sure to it is it okay i'll have to pick that one up there's a lot of things like maybe this week if i actually do less comics i can actually do uh some bigger videos i wanted to finish static and icon now that Mm -hmm. they're done Mm -hmm. uh you got one star squadron number five worlds of krypton number five nice uh earth prime number one batwoman Mm -hmm. again we're doing those cw kind of crossover tie-ins now
1: yeah well i think this is this is the crossover they're having in lieu of like a live action one because i couldn't do a live action one
0: right because you got like a
1: batwoman one there's a superman and lois one a flash one right i think a justice league one i'm not sure
0: yeah i'll be how uh how good has a superman and lois been? oh man
1: so fucking good
0: i uh i freaking love the metropolis kid thing at the end oh
1: i am so looking forward to seeing more of that but we gotta wait a month
0: oh really are they going on another break? the next
1: episode comes out on i think the 27th of this mm.
0: month freaking them in law and order man always going uh, on these big but, long oh, breaks.
1: it's gonna make it so much harder because yeah it's just been so good
0: yeah so there uh there you have it everyone there's the comics that are coming out uh down to the comments section tell me what you want me to cover because like i'm <laughs> actually at a loss i don't know it, what to actually read it's hard to
1: cover i tell you what i'll give you a recommendation read that new ghost rider
0: is it is it good
1: holy fuck i didn't expect it. like this is this is ju- benjamin percy uh doing ghost rider via like psychological horror and body horror Mm -hmm. it's really fucking good i read the second issue not too long ago and i did the first issue on a stream i had no idea what it was going to be like and it was oh it was so fucking good it's violent as fuck it's like yeah body horror weird shit that and it's not parental advised either it's just like a normal comic and the shit they get away with in it
0: i like it i like it a lot i might have to check that out lord lord knows i'll probably like it more than percy's work on wolverine unfortunately no no, you
1: know like i read that and i'm like this is the same guy that did all those x deaths and lives what the fuck man is this what he really wanted to do and they made him want to do, do do that you know
0: i truly feel like they all drew straws in the ex-writers room like okay <laughs> who gets to do the follow-up from inferno now who gets to rip the hickman band-aid oh ben guess it's you <laughs> and he's like ah oh, fuck me all right <laughs> i'll do it but i'm not gonna be happy about yeah, it
1: i'll do it but you gotta give me this ghostwriter book
0: yes uh saying radiant black retrospective i probably should kyle higgins was on here on the channel talking about it and yeah. now there's like radiant red and supermassive, like it's becoming its own universe I, re-
1: I read that first issue and it was really great
0: it was wasn't it it was wonderful yeah fucking relatable too about a guy who has to move back home because of his art and everything i'm like oh my god i'm a youtuber and i feel this <laughs> in my heart so fuck me i'm alan burnett god damn it <laughs> help me (laughs) I am this character (laughs) Uh, but yeah everyone thank you so much for coming and joining us it might have been a little shorter this week because there was less news and less books but we hope uh, we uh, filled your night with fun we hope you can fill your Wednesday with fun when this shows up Uh, if you're a patron of course you'll be getting this first in both video and audio form patron uh, helps us in a big bad way keep the lights on helps us you know bring you great content like this every week Mm -hmm. yep Yeah, uh, Matt and I splitting up uh, the super chats, too. Those are always really great. Thank you to everyone who donates there. That's a very pleasant surprise. You buy us dinner sometimes (laughs) to nourish our bodies and our minds, and it is very good. (laughs) And sometimes I get the extra nugget sauce. (laughs) You make that possible, everyone. actually i'm not doing that recently actually i'm super back on my diet now nice good for you (laughs) trying to do it i was like i gotta fucking lose this covid wet. i gotta fucking go out at some point (laughs) you know what did it i actually got uh what is it like a press thing for emerald city comic-con and i'm like oh that's awesome like is, is it safe enough to go? I mean, I guess I can. I guess travel restrictions are like getting lifted and like, you know, I'm, I'm all vaxxed and masked and safe and everything. Like, I I guess it would be okay. And then I'm like, yeah, if I'm going to be back in public again, I should probably lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> should probably do it because I'll, I'll look at myself on camera and pictures and be like, oh God, what happened to me? <laughs> What did I do? So, yeah, thank you, everyone, for coming and hanging out and everything. We really appreciate it. And Matt and I will be back again next week. Okay.
1: See you later, everyone.
0: Bye-bye.